0: Welcome to Clydesdale Media's The Copper Hopper, where we'll give you all kinds of content for and about the teenage and young adult CrossFit athlete. My name is Stephanie Price. I'm a mom, a nurse, a journalist, and a licensed CrossFit event coordinator. I've been around the teen CrossFit scene since 2018, and I'm excited to talk to all of you. The Copper Hopper lives at the Pit Fitness Ranch, where teens love to play and compete, and reminds us all that the grueling grind of training, for fitness and for life, is much like a hopper at an old gravel pit. It sorts you and shakes you, shifts you and crushes you to make you useful. Come, grow with us as we dig into these kids' lives, their training, their social lives, their plans and dreams, their competitions. Stay tuned here at Clydesdale Media. All right, all right. is a college student from North Carolina. And just a reminder to anyone or watching that the Comfort Huffers uh, is really focus on the teenage and then the physical CrossFit athlete to be able to um, talk about the issues that affect folks' athletes, particularly. So I'm super excited to connect today with Ellie. Um, Ellie, what we're gonna do is, gonna uh, kind of get started by telling people who you are and um, about yourself and then we'll just kind of keep in from here. So why don't
1: we start with, you know, basic demographics. So where, where you're from, how old you're all that in life. All right. Um, so I'm Ellie Tinker. Um, I'm from North Carolina. I've been living in Fayetteville for over ten years now. My dad was military, hence Fayetteville. No one really wants to live there by choice. Um, now I go to college, High Point University, it's about two hours away studying exercise science and creative writing. Um, I got into CrossFit after I stopped doing gymnastics when I was a sophomore, which was like right when COVID happened. And so I've been training competitively for about three years now. Yeah.
0: so you have been training competitively. Tell us a little bit about what um, regional competitions, you know, local
1: competitions. Um, Um, Yeah, so I've done the open. Almost every year since I was I think 14 I definitely I had a couple years in there where I didn't do them one because I took a break from CrossFit and wasn't doing it and the other because I was hurt um so I did the open which is like worldwide stage and then I do a lot of um I did AGOQs every year as a teenager quarterfinals every year as a whenever they started doing that I think last year they two years ago they started doing it where teens could do it Um, but I've qualified for one of the two every year um and then let's see. I've I do local competitions every now and then. A lot of them are partner competitions, just just for fun. I've done a few individual ones, but I tend to do the partner ones. And then um, probably the biggest in person comps that I've done would be the Pit and then TFX, the Fittest Experience, which is in Texas. Yeah, that's in Austin, Texas. That's a great,
0: too. I yeah. that's a fun, fun competition, um, and you that yeah, as
1: a teen. Like teen yeah, I did that when I was 17. So my last year as a teen, they took the top five and I I really just wanted to go. So I laid it all out there for the, um for the qualifiers. I actually got a concussion during the qualifiers, but you know, I ended up in Texas. So that's all that mattered. Oh my goodness, Ellie,
0: you know I'm a nurse, right? So when I hear things like concussion, just makes me cringe. But yeah, I do want to talk about injury today though at some point just because of it's something that the young athlete um like it's paying attention to in any of the career sort of that intervention stuff so that's um just put that in the key here for some questions so you mentioned that you started crossfit after you'd done gymnastics for a while and then then you stopped gymnastics and then you tried crossfit
1: <laughs> got you
0: into a crossfit gym recognize someone
1: who it or um see it online or what get there? so at first I was doing gymnastics full fully focused on that like not a single thought in my mind that I didn't want to do it and then I had a not so great situation with my coach which unfortunately happens a lot in gymnastics and then my parents made me quit which I was very upset about and very depressed about and I didn't want to do anything else my whole heart was in gymnastics Um, but then obviously they were like, okay, you can't just sit around the house and be depressed all the time. Like we got to get you doing something. And my brother's soccer teammate had done CrossFit at a gym and my mom's like, you should just go and try it. We'll just try it for like a month. And then if you hate it, you can find something else to do, but you should try it. And so I tried it and I hated it, absolutely hated it. Didn't want to do it. It was not fun. I didn't enjoy it. Never wanted to go back. And then around that time is when the open was happening. And then I did the open, and then realized I was kind of good at it. <laughs> and then it started kind of flipping, like, "Hey, this is something I could like get into." And it it ended up being fun, but at first I definitely hated it. So that was how I got into it. Oh, I love that. That's such a great experience. You know what, my own
0: background, my teenage age now, uh, I did the same thing. I said, you know, I'm, "I buy you a month membership, and if you hate it and you don't want to do it anymore, then we'll stop." case
1: yeah it's definitely like gymnastics in the sense that it's individual which i really like and like there's just so many skills that you're constantly improving like it doesn't get boring like for me like i ran track one year in high uh middle school, like, when I was still doing gymnastics just because I wanted to. But it's just, it's repetitive, you know? And CrossFit, it's, like, it's always different. There's always something to learn. It was, like, that's why I like gymnastics so much because there there was no, like, oh, I'm just at the highest level now. It's all right. Well, you'd still be higher. So it's the same with CrossFit. What are some of
0: your um, favorite constantly varied like CrossFit? Is it, do you have kind of uh, one area of it that you like excel selling?
1: Um, one area of CrossFit that I like the more most, yeah, the gymnastic stuff. <laughs> um, I'm definitely like a like a long and slow kind of workout girl. Um, like 20 minute wads are those are great. Am reps great. If there's any handstand walks or push-ups or muscle ups, that's beautiful. Um, the weightlifting, ah, not so much. Not don't, but definitely don't have the build for that. But we're we're working on it. We're working on it.
0: So that barbell
1: then coming from a gymnastics background, the crest of that barbell, right? Yeah, I mean, i never touched a barbell. There was no need to. Like in gymnastics, all your like strength and stuff is body weight. And I was super strong. Like, I mean, I could do like 25 strict pull-ups without stopping. And like I I mean, I was strong. I was just really small, really lean, and had never lifted weights. So it was definitely a learning curve. But like if you have um awareness I guess and I feel like if you come from a sport like gymnastics your body naturally like picks up skills pretty quickly so it definitely came like semi-naturally but it was uh it I mean it's still taking time to actually get like the heavy weights that I need to be lifting so it's I love
0: I love the well of of crossfit I feel like it hits everyone so if you Better and then we just keep, keep going. That, that's awesome. Um, Ellie, at home where you Fayetteville, do you go to
1: a certain affiliate? Yes, I go to 12 Lions. It's like downtown Fayetteville. Um, I switched there right after TFX, and so I've been there for about two years now. have other people there competing?
0: sorry like young your
1: age oh um there's uh, my friend Justin he did pit qualifiers last year but didn't actually go to pit he's two years younger than me and then there's Lance he's two years older than me um so there's a couple like young ish but there's not like it's probably like three college kids, but there's, there's a lot of competitive people. It's a military town. So almost everyone's pretty fit, pretty competitive with it, but there's definitely not a, not a large group of, you know, teens or anything.
0: Yeah. I really, um, it's interesting in my comings and goings, there isn't really one place where there's a lot of teens. Um, like at our, at our gym at the pit, we've got, we've got a pretty good group. I mean, we've got probably a good 10, or eleven, you know, solid teenagers, and only one or two of them is going to be truly at that high competitive level. But um, there aren't very many across. I mean, I think they're growing a little bit here and yeah. there, but that's something. Um, all right. Well, thanks for for sharing that. Is your interest in um, exercise science is, just did it come from your athleticism, or how did you decide on that as a major?
1: Um. So the whole how I decided what I was doing in college and where I was going was very, very roundabout, very different than other people, because as much as I'm good at school, I don't like it. And I didn't look forward to coming here at all. But, you know, you got to do something. Right. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, my mom's a PA. So like the medical stuff, I've kind of been exposed to my whole life and then looking at majors and everything. Um, exercise and fitness is probably one of the few things that I can genuinely talk about for hours and not get bored so I figured you might as well try to take classes that are interesting and you know try to find a career and something that genuinely interests me yeah
0: well, and you mentioned earlier that you're doing some coaching this summer so tell me about your coaching experience
1: I don't have any (laughs) I got my level one um, a few months ago so I'm I'm a new I'm a new little CrossFit coach so probably just coaching at my gym I know we're doing like a they're having like a high school group type thing like training just CrossFit but also for other sports because a lot of you know high school sports go on and everything so probably just helping around there when I can
0: Yeah, it's the season right now. Summer is uh, all about the summer camps and the the long weekends and the competitions and yeah, getting ready for whatever season is coming up. All right, well, let's just see. There's so much to talk about. Um, So the reason I asked Ellie, just for listeners, anyone that's listening or watching, I asked Ellie to be with me Is she and I've been talking back and forth for a few months now, actually, since the the pit last year. just about the collegiate uh, athletes, and she has kind of her finger on the pulse of, of that age group, being right there among them. And then, um, and you do some do you do some like sort of like blogging, or at least some like pretty intentional social media uh, related to this. Uh, I guess I'll say demographic, but your age group, Ellie, tell me about that. Why do you think it's important to um, bring some awareness and sort of have a voice in the vast uh, CrossFit space that's out there?
1: So whenever I started training competitively about three years ago, I got a like Instagram specifically for CrossFit just so that like it can be public and everyone can see what I'm up to and stuff. Um, at first, it was just posting what everyone else posted, you know, videos, pictures, that kind of stuff. And then eventually, I I fell into the more, let's be vulnerable and talk about our feelings side, I guess. Um, I just realized that, you know, there's a lot of things that just as an athlete, as a student, as someone my age, you go through and struggle with, but you don't hear about that from, you know, the big names, anyone that's training full time and is at the games, like, They're not as open about that kind of stuff. So I definitely felt just like alone in the fact that, oh, school's really busy and I have no desire to train or like I had to take a few days off because I had such a big project. I couldn't go or just just things like that, like losing motivation, not being into it, like getting burnt out, like no one no one talks about it until it's like like Haley Adams, like she didn't really talk about it until now she's just out you know and I think if we do talk about it then it's more likely that you're not going to have to go to the stream of like I'm just not competing at all this season um and then somewhere along in there I made a vlog just for fun and then people liked it so I started YouTube kind of follows the same stuff CrossFit college whatever I end up doing um and then just just try to be as real and like open as I possibly can be. I don't, I don't want to be someone that puts on a fake little social media face and then it's like fake. Like I have no shame in saying that sometimes I skip the gym and sleep for like three hours instead. (laughs) It happens.
0: Wow. You just said it so eloquently, um, why it's important. To sort of get at that stuff early and as you were talking i was of course thinking of Haley adams and some of the others so let's dig into that uh when you think of a competitive crossfit athlete let's say they're teenagers so now we've got 40 of them going to the crossfit games this year right these kids 14 to 17 and they had to just absolutely crush it right they they had to um give up their just give up a lot give up i guess you'd say but you know they um they, they had to train instead of sleep. They had to, uh, you know, they just had to, they couldn't eat the things. They did all that stuff. They're obsessed, I guess we'd say, right? I mean, you just almost have to be to be at that level. And not all of them, of course. And I'm sure that many of them have good, good work-life balance, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but what, as you're kind of looking at, say, like, Haley or um, maybe even Mal or, Emma Carey, or some of those young, and I'm not speaking of them specifically, but sort of that age group of young people. And a lot of people will say to me, "Okay, here's where I'm going, Ellie." A lot of people will say to me, "Oh, you know, um, it's so great. You know, they're so young, and you see it. And a lot of times in CrossFit news, you know that like, oh, the teenagers are taking over." And I'm like. Oh, that that's so good. <laughs> I don't know, so I don't want to be biased about it, but I'm interested in your thoughts of sort of like, you know, that 18 or 19 year old who um, has just been so intense and so hard and so focused. Um, I don't know. What would you, would you speak to maybe the yeah the, the mental health of that, and it, maybe not the the tier- Top ones, but the ones who are really str- struggling and fighting to get there, mm-hmm. and then are really disappointed when they're not.
1: Um. So, like growing up in a sport, gymnastics, where like it's always the young ones. Like, ha- most of the Olympic team normally is like sixteen to twenty. You don't get much older than that. By the time you're that old, like by the time you're like twenty-two, you're you're an old gymnast, and you're probably about to retire. So I'm used to athletes being really young and like good at a young age. And I think, I think if you are really good at a young age, you might as well go with it. Like, um, I mean, it's a gift. You should use it and like take a hold of it while you can. But at the same time, I think you just have to be very careful because like overuse, overtraining, that kind of stuff, it sucks in the long run whenever you start getting hurt or when you start burning out. Like, you have to be very intentional with your training and have a very good coach that's willing to listen to you. Um, Because otherwise, a few years down the road, it's great that you're a big name, but you're not going to be. Like, if you if you burn yourself out, like, you're not, there's no future there. So I think if you're going to get into it super young, you have to do something to, like, keep the fun alive. Like, I think some people get so obsessed with this idea of, like, competing and winning and being the best that they kind of forget why they're doing it in the first place. Um, and I think that also plays into the why people get so disappointed about things like that. Like, obviously, if you're aiming for the games and you miss it by a couple spots, like, that's devastating. That's super disappointing. You absolutely have a right to be mad. But at the same time, it's – there's so much more to life than just CrossFit and competing and athletics. And I think a lot of people, and including myself, once you get zoned into that, it's really hard to see that, like – you are a whole person outside of your sport. Like, like, I don't know, like if I introduce myself to you, it's not like the very first thing. It's like, Oh yes, I'm CrossFit. This is, this is me. I'm like, I'm basically just CrossFit. That's what I am. Like, no, like there's so many other things. Like I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, like, you know, I'm a student. I like have hobbies and interests. And I think that stuff will always be more important than your athletic ability. And I think once you get to know yourself outside of your sport, then you're kind of in a more of a secure like spot, like you're more set up for disappointment because, you know, hey, even if I don't end up achieving this, even if I don't like quite make the goal I wanted, you still have something to fall back on. You're still like, OK, I'm still me. I'm still great. This doesn't define me. There's so many other things that are am- amazing about myself. So, yeah, I think a lot of people once they get to that high level, great, super inspiring. But they kind of lose like the you're your own individual person aspect of it. Like, I don't know. I've always said I would I would rather be like last but happy and my own person and an actual good role model than first and basically just live my life as a robot. So
0: I couldn't have said it more beautifully. That's just so eloquent, very wise. Um in addition, I wanted to sort of like go a little further. So you mentioned, you have to keep it fun, can use that word, but you have to keep it to where you enjoy yeah. it. And I guess, that uh, uh, so for someone at your age and one of the outlets that you have found is, you mentioned your YouTube channel and things like that and finding a way to be a really authentic and, and that's awesome. What recommendations would you have for, you know, maybe those teenagers even getting started and then as they're moving into your yeah. age group, um, what sort of, how do you do that? How do you keep it fun? How do you keep the joy in it? How do you um, keep the main thing, the main thing, the bigger picture, not lose yeah. yourself, not get distracted. Do you have specific practical ideas?
1: Um, I definitely like you got to keep the bigger picture there. And I, I guess it's like when you, when you start training super competitively and I guess with CrossFit, you, you're at a huge advantage because you can make your schedule you can decide when you go, you can, you know, like when I was a gymnast, it was like, okay, you have practice from this time to this time, be there, you know, and this way, especially like now that I'm in college, you kind of make that. And especially if you're in school, like you work it around you can like when you need to, but I still think there's something to be said that like, you shouldn't necessarily work your life around CrossFit, but work CrossFit around your life. Um. So, you know, like if, my friend's having a birthday party and it means I'm going to miss training. If it's important to me and my friend's important to me, then it's okay. If I don't go just keeping the balance and realizing like, Hey, if you miss a day of training, it's not the end of the world. Or it's a big part of just like listening to yourself and what you want, because it, you don't want to exercise to start feeling like a punishment. You want training to stay fun. So like, if you don't want to do it, then something needs to change. If it stays like that, then either maybe you're training too much or you're not having enough time outside of the gym. There have definitely been times where I was like, you know, I really don't feel like going to the gym and then I'll play spike ball for like two hours. And that's, I mean, it's just as hard, (laughs) just different, you know, like I would recommend getting out of the gym and enjoying being active for what it is and being active and I don't know, like playing other sports and games with people like just for fun or doing little competitions just for fun, like for little local ones, like not going in to absolutely destroy everyone, but just going in to enjoy the fact that you're competing. Um, Yeah, you just got to make sure you're balancing the, the in and out of the gym.
0: Yeah, as you were talking, it occurred to me that, um, how did you work, you said don't work your life around CrossFit, but work CrossFit around your life. I think that's how you said it, which is, which is nice. And, you know, you are, if you are, let's say, one of the things I've been working on a lot as far as when I'm communicating to people about what we offer at the, at the pit is, um, you know, the Crusted season, as it is through Crusted HQ, you know, the Crusted Games, is one season, right? It's just uh, and it, it has one end to it, you know, with a couple of competitions in the middle, like you mentioned, quarterfinals mm-hmm. and But um, but the truth is, is there's a whole there's a whole lot more, and there's more and more coming out, like you mentioned, um, do those little local and regional competitions and have fun with them, you know, do a team competition with somebody just to just to have a good time. And I was thinking, you know, as a young adult person, you can look at a calendar year and and kind of plot out what what you want to when and where you want to compete or maybe part of your plan is to go visit a gym somewhere Part of your travels you know but you can you can make crossfit the pursuit of competitive crossfit even more than just the crossfit game season and i guess uh that's what i was trying to say so you don't have to you, you can kind of be proactive about deciding what kind of crossfit season you want if you will when it's your off season when it's your rest day when it's you know all of those things as opposed to being completely pigeonholed into to just
1: you know, yeah it It's, I don't think people realize like how much of a privilege that is in our sport, like not having to have a strict schedule and like, it allows you to listen to your body so much better, like so, so much better. And I don't think, I think a lot of people get too into it and start treating it too much like a traditional sport. And then they stop listening to their bodies because they're so set on their schedule and you just, you just have to be flexible. Like, I mean, if you go to the gym and you feel absolutely terrible and you work out, and then you feel even worse, like, you shouldn't feel worse, you know, like, if you know, if you go in knowing it's going to be a terrible day, then it probably is going to be a terrible day. And you might want to consider like, avoiding this terrible day, which is definitely doable. And I think some people just sign themselves up to be miserable.
0: Yeah, that's really lovely. You're really opening my mind a lot, Ellie, because even though I would have said I was already open minded, I realized that in some ways, I've been viewing CrossFit as a traditional sport too. And uh, when you put it that way, it just kind of opens up everything. And here's an example, because one of my questions to you was going to be, how do you manage college with its uh, very stereotypical diet and partying and that sort of thing? It's all, again, stereotypical. How do you do that and be a CrossFit athlete? So I'll let you address that question. But what I'm hearing from you already is sort of like do it all (laughs) the way you want. But go ahead. I want to hear kind of because I think people are wondering, like, how you know, if I'm a CrossFit athlete, I can't stay out past 10 o'clock because I have to get my eight hours of sleep according to WHOOP, you know. Or uh, I can't eat nachos (laughs) because that's not paleo. You know, I mean, whatever. You know, you get me. And or, you know, I definitely can't drink beer whatever but so talk a little bit about that sort of that college life um lifestyle that's maybe stereotypical and also being a a competitive and very uh excellent crossfit athlete
1: if if you want to be in the competitive crossfit space and go to college it's absolutely doable and there's not one certain way to do it um you have to do what's good for you, which everyone figures out over time. And the the good thing about college is people think it's awful to try to manage that kind of stuff. But if you think about it, you have food at your disposal pretty much 24 hours and you get to make your schedule. Granted, you don't always get the the schedule you want. Like I have seven fifty a.m. classes every single day this semester. Not my first choice, but we made it. So once again, gotta be flexible with that, but, um yeah, like you, you have the resources at your disposal when you're in college. And, um, thankfully I go to a school that has a great cafeteria. So we have good options pretty much all the time. There's always at least something healthy. I mean, if you want to go to college and get fat, I mean, there's absolutely, you could do that too. I mean, they make it easy. Um, but if you're like, no, like if you're focused, then it's really not that difficult. And, I mean, do I have, like, cookies or ice cream? Yeah, I totally do. I mean, I I just did last night, and it was delicious. Um, But it's just like anything else. It's just a balance. And, like, I'm not a big partier. I was at one for maybe, like, 20 minutes, and it was terrible. It was loud. It was crowded. It was sweaty. (laughs) Way too many people for my liking. I like a small little group of friends. Um, But, like, even, like, my roommate and I, we hang out all the time. Like I stayed up last night watching a movie. I had a final in the morning, but I wanted to watch the movie. So I did, you know, like, I don't know. It's just not as serious as everything seems. And you can definitely balance like the work and play. And then as far as the gym goes, like last semester, you just you got to figure out like every day, like, because at least for me in high school, I didn't have like A B A days, B days, like every single day was the same schedule. So it was like, okay, after school, I go to the gym at this time or whatever. But here it's like okay, I have two classes Monday, three on Wednesday, like one on Friday, like, you know, like, so depending on when I go to the gym, just depends on the day and how I feel. Last semester, I was pretty much always there in the morning. Sometimes I would do like a double training session. I could go in the morning and afternoon if it was a light class day. But I mean, when it comes down to it, you are paying, you know, thousands of dollars to be here and get your little piece of paper that says your name on it and your degree. So, um, that does come first, but it's it's definitely doable to fit CrossFit in if you want to.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like it's. I'm seeing it from just a different, different perspective. Uh, thanks, thanks to, you, to your perspective, and that's really helpful. It just occurred to, to me when you're talking, I remember Brent Fakowski for a long time, he had a full time job. I want to say he was like in accounting or something. They called him the professor, right? So whatever it was, it was super smart. But and then eventually, um, just a couple of years ago, he stopped doing that so he could be full-time professional athlete. But uh, he talked for a long time about how you can you can do both. It's ha- it's hard, but you but you can. And so it's I guess it's all about choices, right? Like what you choose to do, what you choose to put your time and energy into, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Do you do do you follow some uh programming at like online programming, like mayhem or any of the others, or do you do your class programming or
1: how does that work for you? So I have the owner of my gym at home, he programmed for me. He's been my coach for like two years now. Um, but since quarterfinals after I decided not to do them and everything, and I wanted my break, so especially with finals coming up and I don't know, the air is winding down and I wanted to break anyways, like kind of leading up to the end of the school year. So for the past few weeks, I've been just doing classes, um, classes and or whatever I wanted to do. If I wanted to lift, do an extra workout, I still swim every week. Um, what else do I do? I rock climb. Rock climbing's fun. So the past few weeks have definitely been more of like just enjoying fitness and enjoying what I'm doing. Um, but previous to the past few weeks, yeah, I followed programming for my coach back home. With it, um, of a competitive nature
0: being like, I know there's sometimes that elite athlete or competitive programming.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, I was definitely in the gym for like two, three hours, which I know some people are in there a lot more, but if you're, if you're going to do like college and CrossFit, you got to get efficient. There's not time to sit on the floor and chat for like an hour just because you want to. You got to leave that for the summer. You got to become focused in there. Um, so, yeah, that's another thing about doing it in college. Like You have to be OK, like changing things on the fly. Like, oh, I had planned out that I was going to have a three hour session today, but now I have an assignment that needs to be due. So now it's only two hours and you can't freak out about it. You just have to go with it. Yeah, no, that's good. I want to take a
0: turn, Ellie, and talk a little bit. I pulled up your YouTube page here, um, and you mentioned it a little bit ago, um, focusing, I won't say more, but just focusing on that uh, sort of the, the real, the, I don't say the real as if the other stuff's fake, but like the real, like, okay, we struggle, you know, uh, mm-hmm. might struggle with things or whatever. Um, so maybe... Um, you're in a space now when you're 19 years old, where you are kind of trying to find your way in the world. And that doesn't always change by the way, when, by the time you're 51, but, but uh, so as you're doing that, what are some of the sort of big issues, if you will, that you have begun to address or try to address or that you've experienced yourself? Um, Is it social media and sort of all the comparison therein? Is it, um, relationships, you know, whatever kind of relationships those are. So maybe tackle some of that
1: for a minute here. Um, okay. So my YouTube, there's definitely, there's a lot of CrossFit content and it is honest and it is vulnerable. And, um, I don't know. I mean, there's videos of me crying in the airport because I missed my, or my flight got canceled on the way to pit or like I had a panic attack during the first open workout because I was just, not having a time like stuff like that it happens and people don't show that that you know competing's not always the funnest thing in the entire world
0: thank you for rain <laughs> thank you for joy and
1: um for- uh, yeah <laughs> um it's not i don't know i've definitely shown that side that you know it's not it's not all sunshine and rainbows and we all have bad days and there are going to be times where I'm sitting on the gym floor, like trying not to cry. It's just how that works. Um, let's see what else I have in there. Definitely just like n- like struggling with school and not having the motivation to do it. But, you know, you need to do it and it's busy. You're very busy um, and it's tiring, but it's worth it if you yeah, you know have a goal in mind and you enjoy it. Um, I've definitely touched some on just, like, body positivity and stuff. Um, like, as an athlete, you kind of have to look a certain way to be able to do what you do, and I don't know, like, I could sit here and wish I had, like, a smaller waist or a bigger butt or something, but I don't, and (laughs) this is what I look like, and this is the body I was born in, and quite frankly, I like it, and it does for me what I need it to do and I think on social media and the comparisons there's a lot of emphasis placed on how you look and not what you can do and especially in the sport of CrossFit everyone looks so different because it's just not important everyone has their own body type that's better for the sport like for me I'm never I'll never be as thick as Danny Spiegel I just won't be that's not my genetics you know and this is how I'm built and I don't know like I've had some guys tell me like they don't like muscle on women and it's like, okay, that's really unfortunate. Sorry. I'm not the girl for you. Um, Like not everyone's going to like approve of you or what you're doing, but as long as you like know that that's important to you, um, then yeah, you kind of just have to own it. I think a lot of my stuff on social media is just about owning it, owning who you are, what you look like, what you do. Like we're emotional. We're humans. We feel things. It's okay. It's normal.
0: Let me, um, I'm going to read this for a minute because this was a post you made um, and you kind of touched on this a little bit too um, about mental health. So I'm just going to read what you wrote. It says, I skipped training today because I couldn't get myself together enough to go. Nothing's wrong and yet nothing feels right. I struggle to sleep pretty much all the time. Sometimes I can't get myself to eat. Sometimes I feel a whole lot of nothing, a whole lot of I just can't. It's called depression and I have it. I've taken meds and had a therapist. I've listened to the podcasts and read the books. That doesn't fix it. The thing people don't tell you about mental health is it doesn't go away. They tell you things get better, but it's unrealistic to think one day everything will suddenly be fine. No matter how good you get at dealing with it, no matter how much you work on your positive attitude, it still comes up. Those ups and downs are here to stay.
1: Tell me about that a little bit, Ellie. What was going on that? Is this uh, well, just, i mean pretty much? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty sure that was during first semester. Um, moving to college was not a smooth transition, which I could have told you it was not gonna be. I wasn't looking forward to it. I knew it was gonna be difficult, um, but yeah, I mean, depression has been something I've struggled with since, I don't know, since I was like 12 or something for, for quite some time um some family members deal with it as well and I mean it sucks one day you wake up and just feel absolutely terrible for almost no reason and you don't know if it's going to last a day or two or if it's going to last a month or two and there's really no telling and that's just one of the things that people don't talk about and when you're so focused on a sport it's hard to realize that like use so much emphasis on your physical health. Like, are you injured? Are you like well enough to go and are you ready to go like get it? Right. Um, But part of that, are you well enough to go get after it is the mental side. And um, I don't know, like I never like growing up, I guess in like, especially on social media, there wasn't a certain role model that would just tell me like, Hey, yeah, like that's really awful and that sucks. And there's not much that can be done about it. And I'm sorry, like that's just terrible, you know? Like people are like, oh, like look on the bright side or, you know, it's just, it doesn't work like that though. And it's super unrealistic to think like, like, yes, things do get better. That's a thing. Like, I mean, if you're really down in the trenches, like there is a way to get back out and there is a way to get help and everything. Um, But I think there's definitely still that like false illusion that like you get out of the trenches and you stay out. And that's, it's it's always going to come back up. That's you're not just one day. Oh, I'm never anxious anymore. Ooh, glad I solved that one. Like that isn't, that's not how that works. Um, so yeah, I just like to bring awareness to the fact that it's a thing. It's a real thing. People deal with it. It affects more than just, Oh, I'm like sad. Like, it's not just, I'm sad. It's like, okay, I, I'm not functioning the way that I should be functioning. And that includes CrossFit. And, um, that sometimes it's okay to take that break if you need it.
0: How does uh, CrossFit and/or the pursuit of health via Cross CrossFit as one means um, help help with mental health? Help in general? Have or uh, I'm assuming I'm gonna assume then <laughs> you have experienced some um, benefits, some mental health benefits yeah. from the pursuit
1: it's definitely, um, the community is great, just having the people around you, and having a, like, similar interest and in lifestyle, like, it just brings like-minded people together, which is nice to have around, especially when you're not feeling great, um, excuse me, um, let's see what else, um, it's nice, like, especially, like, if I'm not feeling great, there's, like, the, the long workouts are really nice, I find, just to zone out, and not think about things, it's, It's very nice if you can just get in the zone and stop thinking. Um, I think that's a big part of why I like having a sport to focus on, because it's nice to have something to focus on other than just like your own thoughts and your own little world inside your head. So it's definitely nice in that respect. Um, Once again, that also plays into not taking our sports here seriously, because there have been times where like the, um, the being super competitive has made it worse. Because then it's not like, oh, I'm going to the gym to clear my mind. It's like, oh, I'm going here to, like, train and I need to do good. So it's definitely you have to s- still find that balance. But it definitely can be beneficial. Good.
0: I know I like this picture of you. You've got a smile and it says, <laughs> a kind of a funny face. And it says, good luck to you in the same boat. Almost there. We're almost there. Finals week. So did you just finish your finals, right, this this yeah. year? I mean, for this yeah. semester?
1: Yeah. Did you all finished. done. I just finished my last final this morning.
0: Yeah,
1: how'd it go? Uh, it was good. It was Spanish, so I wasn't worried about it, and now I'm done with my languages, so, yeah. Nice. And your
0: summer plans? You're um, back home in
1: Fayetteville? Yeah, I'm going to be back home in Fayetteville. Um, I'm going to spend a lot of time at the beach. We have a place down there. I'm going to be coaching, I would assume, helping out at my gym, and then I'll be working as a CNA in a doctor's office lots of opportunity to interact with
0: others and be a blessing to them (laughs) as well as, which is something that, you know, I'll just throw out as, and I think you mentioned this when you mentioned community, Um, whenever I'm feeling down or blue and I I have my own mental health background, but um, which is like you said, it's more than just down, but uh, is I'm always reminded to throw myself the harder into helping Someone else, you know, focus on somebody else. Who can yeah. I bless today? You know, kind of thing gets my mind off myself sometimes. But anyhow, that's just my my two cents. What's this picture here? You look like you're at a competition. I see some um yellow yeah. tape.
1: Yeah. Well, that was a competition I did a couple weekends ago. It was just a local one. Um, I done it. It's a partner competition. I done it a couple years ago, and my one friend um was in yeah, intermediate and her partner like couldn't do it anymore. So last minute asked me if I could go. So I found out about that like two days before it happened. And then I just, you know, drove two hours and competed randomly. So that was kind of fun.
0: I love that. Well, let's talk. Um, let's kind of we'll start wrapping up here, but um, I have a few more questions for you. So one, okay. let's talk about your CrossFit game season this year so you mentioned you got through the open you got to the quarterfinals and then you um stopped competing after that so talk a little bit about yeah. that and what, what was your rationale there
1: um so I actually didn't do quarterfinals I didn't get through them I got like a day into them and just stopped <laughs> um so going into the open I felt good um for this past year has been a lot of like fighting with myself um as far as how I feel competitively Like, the stats say I've gotten better, but I feel like I've gotten worse. And I think a lot of that comes from – there's a lot going on in my life. I just moved. I'm in college. Like, it's all very new, and it changes a lot. And it's hard to remember sometimes, like, that you have other stuff going on, I guess. Like, it's easy to just think, like, oh, other people are progressing faster, or I'm not, like, keeping up. But it's also – how many of the people I'm trying to keep up with are a full-time college student with plenty of other responsibilities, you know, so kind of keeping that perspective, but the open went pretty well. Um, Yeah. I don't really have too many complaints on that one. They were all decent workouts. Um, I took pictures from my gym during those and it was nice. And then quarterfinals, I did them in Charlotte with Rachel, Rachel Skinner. Love that girl. (laughs) Um, So I don't know. I was ready to go after quarterfinals. I knew I wanted to take like just a little break to kind of get that mentality back and feel, I guess, less like I suck at CrossFit because I don't. But it's easy to think that sometimes. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I did. I did the one clean and jerk workout that had the snatches at 185. Um, (laughs) That's a really heavy barbell. It did not go great. Um, And I tried the one with the front squats. And it just nothing felt right. My mind wasn't in it. I didn't want to be there. I was dreading going to the gym. And then I kind of had that moment of, hey, like, this is not why I'm doing CrossFit. Like, I shouldn't feel like I have to do quarters just to prove to people like, yeah, I'm a a good athlete. Like, I just finished the open and the 96th percentile. Clearly, I'm okay. You know, I don't need to do this to prove anything. And Like, I'm going to set this one out for myself, and I just know it would be best instead of going through with something that my heart wasn't in, and then feeling even worse.
0: That's actually wonderful. That means you practice what you're preaching, you recognize that you saw, you saw the balance. Um, But also, I want to take this one more direction, which is so now you're 19, and though you finished in the 96th percentile, more than likely you were not moving on. Hat, you know, as far yes. as, um, yeah. So what, I want to say it. Um, what do you think are some of the solutions to, um, I don't know if solutions is the right word, but to that collegiate aged CrossFitter who once they turn 18, they're done. They've had maybe four, if they, were, if they started young, they had four years as a teenager. Uh, and even then, it's only the 1% of the 1% that actually go on to the games. Um, so then, you know, what about that? Because you guys are on my mind a lot. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, you know, like the 18 to 22, 23, that age group, uh, I tend to believe is sort of like lost a little bit when it comes to um, exactly what to do. Do I compete? Do I not compete? You know, you didn't say this, but I could easily, and I've actually heard this from several other young adults say, you know, I did the open, but after that, there was just no point because I wasn't going to go on anyway. So I just got back to my regular scheduled programming. So I guess, um, I mean, I know I have some ideas too, but I'd love to hear sort of like what, what you think that um, could be out there. Yeah. Or developed for the collegiate aged crosser to have opportunities to maybe compete, but also just continue to develop and grow while in that in that demographic.
1: Yeah, it's definitely it's a super just frustrating spot to be in. Like seeing your open leaderboard go for like, oh man, like I'm 35th in the world to oh I'm like <laughs> Seven thousand something, you know, like it's it is devastating and it's not it's not encouraging at all. It's very easy to look at that and think, man, I just like lost everything I didn't been working for. And um, yeah, it's it's that weird in between where you're guaranteed to make quarterfinals, but anything after that is just not even on the table. It's that weird in between where you can't compete down with people that are like around your skill level. And instead now you're competing against people 10 years older than you, which is clearly completely different, especially like as a developing like young adult, like you're not even done growing. Like you kind of have to hit that like second puberty type thing before like the weights and everything start coming. Um, So for me, like you gotta, you gotta like, I don't not like step back on your pride a little bit, but you kind of do like signing up for competitions and instead of signing up for them, like in the elite division, signing up in the RX division, like sometimes you do have to like go down like that. And it's, you know, you're so used to being like, Oh, I'm like the best of the best. Like I need to be in the highest division, but you have to realize like you're still really good, but you're just in a completely different playing field. So some of that is like, you know, I mean, if there if there's competitions like I think Waterpalooza goes up to 18 TFX, um, I think. No, I don't know if that goes up to 18, but there, there are a few that go up to 18. So like do those while you can. And then after that, like, I don't know. You can, I mean, if you want to compete in the women's division, go for it. Like if you're strong enough for that, absolutely go for it. Um, But it can be a little discouraging. So don't, don't like go in just having expectations that now you're just going to blow the field out of the water like you did before. Cause it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. And you have to realize like, it's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to train hard this season and I'll be back. It's, it's like years you, you like physically and mentally have to grow up before that's going to happen again. So Um, yeah, kind of like taking the step and realizing, Hey, like, maybe I need to be in the intermediate for this competition because this I'm competing against people like, like 10, 12 years older than me who are, you know, going to make semifinals as an individual. And I know like, you're just not, you can't compete like that. Um, and then things like what Pitt's doing, making a division specifically for that age group is absolutely fantastic because it's it's a terrible spot to be in. It's hard to compete and like feel good about yourself when you can't compete and win anymore. Like not even, I mean, winning is not everything, but just the fact that it's not even on the table anymore is really frustrating. Like there's less of a, Ooh, I can't wait to like go and get into this. And it's more of like, okay, like I'm going to go into this and I already know the outcome. So
0: Really, It's so great. And that's exactly where I was going. I was going to be opportunistic for sure. And just uh, talk about the fact that we added at the pit 18 to 22. So last year we had 18, 19, but we are like, let's just go, you know, because, um, you know, unless it's changed in the last couple of years, the last uh, statistic I read was that the average, you know, CrossFit Games athlete in that individual is about 26, 26 years old. So they're, um, it's the likelihood and you watch even the greats right you watch like even like james uh or dallin you know mm-hmm. who are just phenomenal athletes right uh it's it takes i mean they are fighting they are scrapping to get there yeah. and they're i mean they're doing awesome but um it's just a, it's just it's really those are the anomalies and so there's yeah. all the rest of y'all Um, So I'd love to see you have uh, your own, uh, almost your own division, really, sort of that collegiate division uh, at many competitions, I
1: feel like. Yeah, yeah, that would be great, because it it is just such a different division. Like, yeah, there are, like, the anomalies that are just absolutely insane, and that's great. But even if you look at Dallin and James, both of which I look up to and love, but, like, even for them, like, there was – or is still for James, like that gap, you know, like where you're, oh, just so, so close, but just not quite, quite there yet. And it is, it is, you know, it is that jump and it's so different. And like, I don't know, he doesn't really get talked about just how awful that little, that little gap is. So if there's more competitions, like with people, your own age and stuff, it would be great because it's also just a mindset getting around people that understand like, what you're growing through and being around other like college CrossFit athletes is, is so nice.
0: Yeah. That's one thing I'd really like to see. So this year for our online qualifiers, so it's 18 to 22, you don't have to qualify. You just register. Cause we figure like, you know what you're doing, you know, if you can compete or not, like that kind of thing. Um, but the online qualifiers are a month long. Mm-hmm. And part of that rationale was uh, to give First of all, give people a whole month to do them because everybody has a lot of summer plans. But also, I told the 18 to 22-year-olds, I'm like, you don't have to do them, but why don't you jump on there and do them anyway to see how you do. And here's where I was going with it. I would love to see a league develop for eight, you know, 18 to 22. I don't know exactly what it would look like, but a collegiate CrossFit league that's run, however it's run, and um, so that all throughout the year. Workouts, comparing notes, you know, whatever. Uh, I think something like that would be really cool. So, yeah,
1: almost like programming specifically, just for yeah, you know, like how Misfit has, you know, their programming and like they all have everyone has like group chats and there's like the whole like everyone kind of keeps in touch and stays with each other. That only like exclusively for the the young adults would be very very nice. Yeah, and where you're
0: checking the leaderboard often, and you have little, you know, social media content and you know whatever so anyhow just one one of those thoughts i have in the back of my mind so you can get on that this summer ellie (laughs) (laughs) so on that note are you you're coming back to the pit because we it just wouldn't be the same
1: without you yeah no i'm definitely coming definitely vlogging gonna pit part two hopefully with way less running this time that was terrible (laughs) Oh my gosh it's
0: so funny you said that a lot of people said that and uh i was looking back over the evaluations and but i'll tell you this is the answer from brock arc our, our executive head coach he said um look it's the pit i'm gonna use the pit he's like you can get on a rower or a bike in
1: any gym anywhere that's, that's true but for a competition <laughs> if you already know if i can run or not <laughs> let's change it up because if that's not your strength then you're screwed <laughs> He is listening. He is listening. Yeah. So
0: I think uh, he's got some fun stuff going. We, we do have a, another competition. It's called the Independence Games. It's just kind of a little regional local favorite. It's in June and uh, he's got some fun stuff cooked up for that one. So today on our uh, class whiteboard, we can climb l Mountain if we want to RX plus the workout. So it's kind of crazy. But Ellie i guess i'll just kind of close with this uh i want to say you're talking to a 14 year old that just got started they, their parents made them do the open and they're and they're like oh i'm pretty good and maybe they finished there in that like you know 30 30 32 stage or whatever and they or maybe they finished 29 i don't know but they're young and they're um just getting started in this sport, what's your very best, if you had to sum up all of your amazing wisdom today, by the way, uh, your mate, your advice for them, what's the one or two things that you would tell that 14-year-old? And we'll
1: just, um,
0: I don't know if it's a girl or a boy,
1: but. Well, yeah, <laughs> Um, definitely keep your options open. Don't feel like you have to do something competitively just because you're good at it. Um, I definitely fall into that space where if I'm good at something, I feel like I have to do it. So definitely like think about it and try it out, but don't feel pressured to stick with it. If you think you're good at it and think you enjoy it, then go for it. And if you find out it's not for you, then there's absolutely no shame. And, you know, going back on that decision and trying something else, like you are young and it's a great time to start a sport like CrossFit, but at the same time you're young and there's a lot of time to try other things. So make sure you you think about it (laughs) before you just like sell your whole life to a sport, you know, like, definitely make sure it's something you enjoy. Don't throw yourself into something just because you're good at it. There's way more to life than being good at things. Um, And then find a coach, find a good coach, someone that listens to you, someone that gets you. Um, If you can find a training partner, even better, makes it so much more fun. Um, But yeah, definitely keep your options open. Don't, don't, throw your whole entire life and sell your soul to it. Like keep, keep, you're young, you're young, like go live life, go be in high school, go make smart, but stupid decisions. It's, it's part of the process.
0: Beautifully said. I think we're just gonna go ahead and end there because it was well done. I appreciate you Ellie being with us today and uh, we'll just, uh, we're definitely going to have you back. I'd like to even see you hosting some, some uh, some conversations because i feel like you've got a lot of just a lot of avenues that you could go we can get some sp- special guests on here with you and um, yeah this is great yeah. so thank you for what you're doing uh to be a role model even if you're not really trying i'm sure you are and they they're watching these young young kids are watching and um something when you're at the pit this this year doing something yeah. with them so Anyway, all right. Thanks, Ellie. I'm gonna hit a button here.